0: Hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host Kieran Mack as always and delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again for another show. Now before we do get started, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification bell so YouTube will let you know when the next Thai Expat Daily Show is uploaded onto the platform. Now if you like listening to us on a podcast player, there is a link down below in the description which will bring you to a list of all the podcast players where the show is hosted. And finally, If you like the show, if you want to support the show, if you want to buy me a coffee, link down below in the description will take you to buymeacoffee.com. And by the way, for the people who have bought me a coffee in the last few weeks, thank you very much. It was well appreciated. So now that is all done and dusted. Let's jump into the top four stories trending here in Thailand. And we're going to go into the first one, which kind of is in relation to the recent prime ministerial voting in the parliament But uh, the uh, current wannabe government are going to uh, try something else in the next couple of weeks. The House Speaker accepts a draft charter amendment bill to clip the Senator's wings. House Speaker Wan Muhammad Noor Mata accepted a draft bill from the Move Forward Party this afternoon which seeks to amend Section 272 of the Provisional Chapter of Thailand's Constitution to strip senators of their powers in selecting the Prime Minister. Wan told a group of 50 Move Forward Party MPs, led by Secretary General Chaitawad Tolatan that he will ask officials to check the draft and the number of MPs endorsing it before it is added to the parliamentary agenda. Chaitawat said that the party decided to propose the draft bill to put an end to the political impasse caused by as many as 159 senators abstaining from voting in the selection of a prime minister yesterday and 43 others for not attending the joint sitting, which is a clear indication that they do not wish to exercise their right and authority in the selection of the Prime Minister. The move forward party's legislative move is intended as a way out of the impasse to allow Thai politics to move forward so there will be a new government as quickly as possible, said Chaitiwath. He disclosed that the party had prepared the draft bill quite some time ago and decided last night to submit it to the parliament today, adding that he had already informed the Pua Thai party, which had no objections to the move. He claimed that the same draft bill was proposed to the last parliament and it was agreed to both by the Bumjai Thai and Democratic parties. The party secretary-general said he does not think that parliament will take long to deliberate the bill because it seeks to amend a single section of the charter. Regarding the selection of a prime minister, Chai Tiwad admitted that he could not estimate how many joint sittings will be needed to settle on the matter, adding however that the party will try its utmost and will explore fresh options. He also disputed a suggestion by Senator Prapat Kunmi, who claimed that PETA cannot be re-nominated for Prime Minister, citing Rule 41 of the Parliamentary Regulations, which states that a failed motion cannot be resubmitted during the same Parliament session. He said Rule 41 cannot be applied to the selection of the Prime Minister, which is specified in the Constitution. So this is, um, basically, they're trying to get rid of the power of the Senate to vote on the Prime ministerialship. actually just trying to get rid of these guys in the Senate, which probably isn't a bad idea. Nevertheless, will it go through? Now, apparently, they tried this a couple of years ago, and they lost... On the vote but it was a bit different then because the move forward party didn't have as many seats as it has and other parties also are, are quite inclined to get rid of these guys nobody particularly wants them now you can see that there was 43 that didn't even turn up to the prime ministerial vote on that day i mean that says a lot about these guys who are in the senate surely voting for the prime minister the top politician the top job in the country should be some kind of um an honor It should be, you should be mandatory to be there. And certainly these guys weren't under any mandation to be there whatsoever. And I think that's a great shame as well. For all the other ones that abstained, why don't they not get their salaries too? I mean, if they're abstaining from votes, you know what? It's, It's the top job in the country. It's to move the country forward. And nearly 200 odd people didn't vote or didn't turn up. I mean, that's, in my opinion, an absolute disgrace. And it shows the need to get rid of it. A lot of people have been talking about, well you know what exactly and where the future holds for Peter Lim Janarat and and the truth is I think he has come probably around to the idea that he's not going to be the next prime minister and it looks unlikely the idea to get this bill through would probably take a month uh, if they were able to pass it and yeah things like that it's just it's too long to leave the country without a prime minister and a functioning government especially when you have the guys that are currently the caretaker which is Prayut, and the rest of them who are doing nothing other than just causing absolute turmoil whilst uh, this all goes on but Peter has been thinking and he's ready to give way to the Thai party if necessary and this is kind of coming out today, but the Move Forward Party leader, Peter Lim Janarat, admits the country can't wait much longer for a new government, saying that if he cannot overcome Senate opposition to his bid to be Prime Minister, partner puatai should be given a chance. Mr. Peter made the comment in a video posted on his official Twitter account today as the eight coalition parties prepared for a meeting on Tuesday to decide on their next steps. The main topic of discussion will be whether to re-nominate him for Prime Minister in Parliament on Wednesday after he fell well short of majority on his first try on Thursday. We have a few chances left to fight together in two battles to lead to the successful establishment of a government according to public opinion, Mr. Peter said. The first battle is the vote for Prime Minister on July 19th and the second is a proposed amendment to Section 272 of the Constitution to cut the power of Senators to choose the Prime Minister forever. Both battles will never be victorious if we cannot change the mind of the Senators to be on the side of the people. If we do our best in these two battles, and it is clear that the Progressive Party does not really have a chance to become a leader in forming a government, I am ready to open the way to Puatai Party as a leader in establishing a coalition, government of eight parties under the MOU we made together. All the representatives of the Move Forward Party are ready to support candidates for Prime Minister from the Puatai Party. But until that day, we definitely won't be giving up. Key Puatai and Move Forward figures held talks on Friday night to discuss the second round of the voting and evaluate the situation, set a source at the Eight Party Coalition. Representing the MFT were the Secretary General and the Deputy Leaders, and the same went for the Puatai Party. The meeting took one and three quarter hours. Mr. Peter, who is 42 years old and the sole prime ministerial candidate, won 324 votes in favour and 182 against and 199 abstentions from the 705 members participating in Thursday's parliamentary vote. He needed 375, a simple majority of the 749 combined House and Senate seats to win the office. He received 311 votes in favour from MPs and 148 against with 39 abstentions. He received just 13 votes in favour From senators 13 against and 159 abstentions 43 senators were absent during the talks on friday the mfp and the puatai strategists discussed an issue raised by some parliamentarians as to whether the same motion could be repeated on wednesday they evaluated what the senators might do at the next meeting and also whether the parties from the outgoing government might nominate a pm candidate the meeting did not decide whether the coalition would re-nominate mr pita and the source pending talks with other coalition partners so, what exactly does this mean? Well, there is a sense of realization, I think, from PETA that this may not be his time. But he seems to be putting the country first. And I think that is an admirable quality from him to be thinking that, well, if we're not going to be able to, and I'm not going to be able to become prime minister, then we need to work with our coalition partners because we formed a coalition of eight parties. We have a memorandum of understanding together. And then it's time for Puatai to lead the government if that's going to be the case, if I can't get in as such. And I I think that shows a real great quality about the guy. It says to me that he wants change for Thailand, and if he can't be prime minister, he still wants that change. And I think that's a very important thing to remember. Now, there is another issue. Many of these senators that didn't vote for PETA, has said they would not vote for him because he's part of the Move Forward party. That they wouldn't vote for him even if the prime ministerial candidate was from Puatai. They wouldn't vote for that coalition because Move Forward were in it. Now, that to me would be a very dangerous game. The issue that Puatai have is that there's talk about them forming a coalition with some of the other ones, you know, which were former junta party that were in the last coalition now they have come out very clearly before the election and said they will not go into government with anybody who participated in the last government so that leaves a very small pool of people that they can go in government with so that's why i think they may not side with any of these pprp or these proud government or even uh, Anatan sharva cool i think they're going to stick with move forward but lead the government themselves. And then you'd have the likes of Paintung Pintung Tarn Shinawatra or Shreta, I can't remember his name now. He's the former CEO of Sansiri. I, I think one of these two will be nominated. It'll be interesting to see when he's nominated, if one of these are nominated. And I think that's what's going to happen. Will they get the votes? Because if these senators start voting against them, then I think the tide, understanding of what these guys are there for will really dawn on the Thai people. And I do believe this will cause a lot, a lot of problems. Peter has been quite relaxed in his approach to all of this. I think he genuinely cares about the country. I think he generally cares about his people and he wants to see progressive change in this country. And I I think that's a great quality. And it'll be great to have a guy like him in government, assuming he doesn't get disqualified, by the way. So he's a lot of hurdles still. But if Puatai took over, then they really wouldn't have to worry much about Peter and what's going on there. I think he could fight another day and I think he could come back in the future and be a great prime minister for this country. But it is time that these dinosaurs from the Senate are gone and that a lot of these other guys who were in the previous government, who I think are far too old anyway to be doing anything like that, proud guy, he he can't even stay awake in the, in the parliament. And what, somehow he's going to be nominated as a prime minister or candidate? Possibly. It's all a little bit of a joke. But nevertheless, I do see the coalition partners still sticking together for a while It will be interesting to see if a Putai nomination goes up and whether or not the Senate will vote for them. As I said, this could all turn into a bit of a mess. But right now, things are pretty quiet. But I mean, at the end of the day, without having a government after an election, which was two months ago, things are going to start getting a bit messy. And the country is going to suffer both politically and economically. But we're going to move along to another story. And, you know... The Thai police can be pretty efficient sometimes too. Police press murder charges over the slain German. And we brought you this story the last day, I think. Police have pressed a premeditated murder charge against the prime suspect in the murder case of a German property broker in Chonburi. Deputy National Police Chief General Surajad Hakparn said on Friday that the German national Olaf Thornton Brinkman, 52, is the prime suspect among the four arrested for the their alleged involvement in the murder of Hans-Peter Walter Mack. And he was aged 62. He said the police changed from a previous offence murder, which is only punishable by life imprisonment. Mr. Brinkman has now been charged with premeditated murder, which is punishable by death, Police General Surchat said. The other three suspects were Petra Kristal Grundreif, 54, Nicole Frevel, 52, and Shahrukh Karim Uddin, 27, all have denied any involvement. Police General Surachat said that police also seized a speedboat belonging to Mr Brinkman and found that he had planned to dump Mac's body in the sea. Police also obtained CCTV footage showing Mr Brinkman and Mr Udin in a fishing gear shop. An owner of an electric saw also testified that he sold the saw to two foreigners that was used to dismember Mac's body. Police also found a signal from Mac's mobile phone in Cambodia. Police are now investigating how his phone ended up in the neighbouring country, he added. Yes, so it looks like the police, and in fairness to them, they've been pretty quick getting on this but i mean a lot of this is it has been brought to light and they've been caught basically by just a sheer amount of cctv we have here in thailand i think everybody knows if you live here in thailand every shop every house has cctv these days so i mean if you're committing crimes there is a high chance you're going to get caught on camera and not just were these guys caught i mean they were caught in coffee shops clear as day their faces and you know it all came together very very quickly i mean if you commit a murder like this and let's be honest, if you commit a murder like this, surely the first thing you should be thinking is getting out of the country as fast as you can. In other words, grabbing your passport and going. That's the only way you're going to get out. And you're going to save yourself if you've murdered somebody from from what's going to go happen to you. As they said, this is premeditated murder charge. It Brings with it the death penalty here in Thailand. Though I don't think Thailand have actually executed anybody in quite a while. But yeah, normally these get commuted down to life in prison. And by the way, life is life. So nevertheless, fast work by the Thai police. They must be commended on how quickly they got this done. But you know, some of the foreigners that are coming to this country, it really, the, the bottom of the barrel is... All I'm thinking is the scum of the scum. I just don't understand how Thai immigration don't follow these guys, how police don't follow these guys. I mean, they they have to be, they have to be up to dodgy stuff in their own countries before they come here. But nevertheless, speaking of a dodgy character, Sergi Lavrov arrives in Phuket. Now, Sergi Lavrov, the Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Russian Federation, arrived in Phuket late last night. Mr. Lavrov landed at Phuket International Airport to be welcomed by a delegation that included the Phuket Vice-Governor Official reports of Mr. Lavrov's arrival mark that Mr. Lavrov is expected to officiate the opening of the Russian consulate at the Royal Phuket Marina in Kakao. The consulate has been operating out of its offices at the Royal Phuket Marina for several years. No information regarding Lavrov's visit was provided. Mr. Lavrov has served as the foreign minister of Russia since 2004. He is the longest serving foreign minister uh, in this era and has served longer than any foreign minister of the Soviet period. Now according to the Ministry of Tourism and Sport, 740,000 Russian nationals visited Thailand from January to May this year. According to the Phuket Immigration, Russia provided 25,947 visitors arriving directly in Phuket last month, a decrease of 2.6% from 26,000 in May. Russian arrivals in Phuket last month were second only to Chinese nationals who saw 44,000 direct arrivals in June and an increase of 16% from May. Mr. Lavras on Thursday appealed to Southeast Asian countries to work together to revive flagging trade with his country using a form in Jakarta to pitch the use of national currencies rather than dollars to evade Western sanctions. Reports uh, the Nikki Asia and we're not going to read much more of his propaganda. Though I do have uh, there's quite a funny uh, comment in one of the, where I'm reading this off and uh, the guy has written though, weird that a Russian war and humanity criminal, a pathological liar gets such a warm reception on Phuket. Seeing the bowing vice-governor bowing For the Russian, it's terrible. But yes, somewhat what he says, even if it's quite rudely written. Maybe sums up the whole thing as well. It's interesting that, but it's interesting to note as well that the governor was not there to meet him, and it was only the vice governor that turned up. So maybe they they're, they're trying to not you know shake the boat too much, considering that they have so many other nationals that come to this country. Uh, Sergey Lavrov is not seen in a positive life in many many countries around the world, and certainly um, him visiting Phuket and getting a lot of mention and maybe a lot of fanfare would not be too helpful towards the thailand or phukets tourism as well of course this would be their thinking behind a lot of this you know well we want the russians but we need to be careful not to piss off all the other countries because you know we understand the mentality and the thinking towards russians at the moment in other parts of the world so you know maybe this is why the poor vice governor was sent but nevertheless that is it for today folks hope you enjoyed the show i uh, will be back again the next couple of days uh, it's gonna rain. By the way, if you're out there, Thailand's gonna get blanketed by rain for the next two to three days. So if you're on the roads, if you're out and about, just uh, you know, slow down and uh, please do stay safe. And we'll see you soon. Thanks and take care.